I wasn't going. I wasn't into fucking that kind of music. I wasn't into drugs. Still not into drugs. Um, but <laughs> um, wasn't into drugs yet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, all right. We good? We're rolling. Episode twenty four of the really? Fair Enough podcast. Uh, Bob here in Detroit. Michael, fresh haircut. In Chicago, the boys are going to be in Grand Rapids in a couple days for a uh, wedding. Oh, um, yes. So one of the very few times that we're going to see each other this summer, live and in person. Uh, and it's going to be a banger. But today we are doing a little bit of some what if, some, some hypothetical talking. Uh, basically just sports hypotheticals. What what could have happened if this happened? What could have happened if that happened? And then a little bit of some live talk just because it's, I mean, we got to talk. It's not it. getting talked about enough, yeah. right? It's not. Yeah, it's not. Sorry. It's not getting <laughs> talked about enough. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It's, it's being over talked about, but we need to put our little two cents into it too. So I agree. Yeah, uh, of course. We'll do. Yeah. Absolutely. So like I said, we'll do a little bit high th- hypothetical to kick things off and then we'll do uh, some live talk, maybe some other sports talk at the end. But uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll take you into your weekend here. So uh, as usual, the Fair Enough podcast is brought to you by Rogue Creative. Uh, shout out to John and the Rogue Creative team. Anything that you need when it comes to marketing or graphic design for your small business, go to roguecreative.org. You can also follow John and Rogue Creative on Instagram. That's at roguecreative underscore. And if you are a real estate agent and you need anything when it comes to pictures of your listing or a video walkthrough for your listing, uh, call John and the Rogue Creative team. They're going to do everything that you need at half the cost of the big guys, and they're going to do an even better job when it comes to quality. So uh, shout out to Rogue Creative. That's roguecreative.org or roguecreative underscore. You can reach them uh, with any of your small business marketing needs. So, how are we doing, I, Michael? Uh, I'm getting through. Um, I, I'm all right, man. I'm I'm happy, I think. You good? Um, I like your hat. Yeah, thanks, man. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh, that's sick. I was going to ask you what the logo is. It's really sick, yeah. actually. <laughs> I love yeah. that. Absolutely. I was fucking browsing the internet, and I saw it. I'm like, God damn it. And I was like, I got to buy it. So I bought it. <laughs> so that's like a one-on-one. I don't think it's a one-on-one. I got it off of PacSun.com. It's a new era of PacSun hat. So I've I mean, never seen anybody wear it. So, I mean, yeah, because that's just nobody has the balls to actually buy it. That's the type of hat it is. You're like, man, that's a dope hat, but... Who the fuck's ever going to buy that? It's a good fit, though. I like those kind of hats. It's like a lot of people hate like the taller crown hats. Yeah, no, like the A point, the A, the A frame. I think they're calling it nowadays. The kids. I think it's in style. I think it's a it's a comfy hat style now. Yeah, definitely. And I I enjoy it. I think it's a good fit too. Because and there's like a natural curve. Like I'll get fitted still and bend the brim. But the, oh, yeah. the the curve isn't as good as like these Jesus, these curves are so nice and like just pure right off the bat. You don't really yep. have to work them too much. So it's it's a lot nicer. Uh it's a lot nicer, just just little curve even. So it is a nice fit. I, I enjoy them. Yeah. That's sick. You know, you know what uh website you should go on if you if you like hats like that are uh it's called Culture Kings. Mm, I've uh, seen them on Instagram. Bro, they're legit. I have one. I have one hat of theirs, and like I've browsed the internet of it so many times. They got so many cool ass hats on there that are like they this. sell new era hats and shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mitchell yeah, yeah. Ness, new era. I mean, yeah. all the all the big I dogs. Was, I was looking at some of their hats today because they have like the weird like. I was looking at a Mariners hat that they had today. It was like a weird off green, but it had a sick like twentieth anniversary patch or something patch, like that yeah, on the side. Yeah, but it was really yeah, cool. Yeah. yeah, sick, sick as fuck. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm fucking. What's today's date? The Wednesday. I'm eight days post op. Um, I'm kind of walking already. Um, braced up. Supposed to be on crutches, but uh, I mean, it's it's feeling better. I'm getting. You know, I got a long way to go, but I'm feeling good. I'm feeling confident. Physical therapy really went well yesterday. Um, in terms of like where my head was at, so I'm pretty good. excited. Uh, it's optimistic. Sucks, 
Yeah, exactly. Like I'm telling you, like I was, I was super nervous going in there because I'm like, dude, they're gonna wrench me around, blah blah blah. And like, mm-hmm. it, it gave me a bunch of confidence though, like because like I'm, I was afraid to move my knee where where she moved it, but like then she fucking wrenches me, and I'm like, oh shit, like this is pretty only this is only a week in and she's already moving it, you know, bending it to this point. Like, I was like, oh well, maybe it could go that far. Like even though it hurt a little bit, but like, you know, you know when you hurt yourself, you're afraid to really like push the limit. And it kind of just naturally comes back. Yep. Old girl, though, she's like, no, no, no. We're going to do what it's supposed to do now. Like, so it Damn. definitely, like I said, it, it gave, it's given me a lot of confidence and like it sucks. But um, I think it's going to be beneficial. And it's actually going to end up being beneficial for the podcast, I think, because uh, small but news that I don't know if we're supposed to be saying yet, but we might have a schedule change up shortly eh? within the next yeah. week or so. Yeah. And, uh yeah, that we that, should. That, yeah, we'll discuss all the details uh, probably on the next week's episode. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'm, so I, I think it's just all going to be good, man. It's all going to be going to work happy. out for how, everybody. Yeah. How, how are you doing over there, Big Bob? I'm good, man. I a uh, little pool day today because it was hot as fuck. Yeah. So, yeah. Went out to the pool, had a couple two tree pops. There are a billion people out there. So it was a great time as always. Uh, and then literally ran in here 20 minutes ago to start this thing so <laughs> I, bet, I bet you that pool water was just piss warm because it's just oh, so it many warm. bodies and so much heat <laughs> it was it was warm it, it yeah it was like the air and the pool were the same temperature today yeah sure. i can imagine and my face is all fucking my face is so red you're just a tomato bud i am it's tough look i tried i was like dude we're going to this wedding i can't get any like tan lines today so hopefully my hat tan line is yeah. it too prominent? But yeah, I'm good, man. I'm good. Max is fucking up a uh, a log on the couch here. Nothing I can do about it. It just is what it is. It's a piece of wood. <laughs> it's getting all over the couch. It's the life that I live. Fuck it. No big deal. Eh? <laughs> so these hypotheticals. Okay. Did you get some time to put some thought into these? I, there's one very blatant and obvious one that I think that you're going to say right off the bat. I hope I think anyway. there's two. There's two very obvious ones, I think. Well, maybe not obvious for you, but one, which it's worldwide obvious. Um, yes. And then I have another one for sure that, to me, I think is pretty obvious for any uh, Chicago fan. Um, okay. So I Let's got go two. Let's go you know, a couple of these, but I want you yeah. to go first with your worldwide obvious. Everybody I mean, knows if Derrick Rose never gets hurt, he's the best there point guard ever. I mean. Okay. It's just a fact. It's, it's a, fact. a fact. So, I mean, and I do think that the Bulls, that team wasn't phenomenal but that team was championship ready at that time and you know the bulls might have had a fucking a championship in 2011 or whatever it was when he won the mvp um that was an interesting time in the nba too because it was Mm -hmm. the lebron heat yeah it was because 11 was when the mavs won they beat the heat yep yeah because 2010 was uh the fuck was 2010 i forget but it was right around that time. I know the Mavs won in 11, but Derrick yeah. Rose won MVP in 2010, right? Okay, then, yeah, 2010. That, yeah. So that year, that was that was the year, dude. Like, I mean, everything was there. Like, we had the mm-hmm. we had the bench mob. We had fucking uh, Rose in his prime. You had Lou Aldangs, your sweet fucking savvy vet. Uh, Joakim Noah still playing at a super high level. Carlos Boozer was the most useless four in the game, but he'll get you fucking 20 points. And So it's like... I, the team was just so good and uh, such a stacked Eastern Conference too. But like they were like if they were ever gonna beat LeBron that year or the, a year like that was the year uh, I think. Right. I don't know though. You know, like once again, hypothetical. Who the fuck knows? Um, I know how it feels now. I've torn my ACL. I and was gonna tell I was you. Ju- what, I, I was gonna bring that up. Like, what do you think? You know, like what was going through his mind, do you think, when he heard the same noise that you heard? I don't know, man. I, you know, as a pro athlete, I don't know. And and the fucked up part is that was at a time like now, like do we've talked about it being in the past, these ACL surgeries, dude, it's like you're out for less than a year playing at the highest level of any sport in the world. Um, But at that time, I don't think it was as mainstreamed. Um, 
And I, I think, you know, like I, when I went down, I mean, I absolutely knew it. Like I knew it, like there was no, not a doubt in my mind that I did not tear something and I thought it was ACL. Um, mm-hmm. So like he had to, have, I mean, it had to be just instantly right off the rip. You're like, Hey, like it's all pain, pain, pain. But like the next like 20 minutes, you're probably like, I just won the MVP. We're one of the best teams in the league. We had it. We had this game in hand. I was a fucking rebound shy of a triple double. And that's why I'm still in. Maybe rumor has it. Tibbs didn't leave him in for the triple double, but at the same time, it's like, was that when he, was that when he tore it? Yeah. He was playing the game too long. Yeah. We were up like 20 with like three minutes left. And, uh, I don't really remember every detail of it. No, I don't remember every single, but it was something along those lines. Uh, there was not a lot of time left. We were up, Game in hand, game in absolute hand. He was, I think, like a board or an assist shy of Ugh. getting a triple double. And I don't know if there was a discussion between the two of them that he was like, hey, let me go get this triple dub. Or, hey, you know, or like, hey, I don't know. I don't know. But it's just a it's a crazy thought. Like, I hope it wasn't him that said that, you know, like, yeah, I like, don't know. I want to go get this, and then he has to live with that the rest of his life. Where like, yeah. if I didn't just fucking, if I just would have sat down, like I know that I should have. Well, and the thing too is that, like, dude, you saw the way his career went into like absolute downward spiral, and there was like mental parts too. Like, it was a lot of him like not knowing. Like, so maybe there was. I don't know. You know, um, but there is. I mean, it's historically known at this point that Tom Thibodeau fucking works his players. He right. he rocks his starters like that's what he does, man. And his starters. They said players. that in, uh, when he was in New York too, right? That was like they a said big that, thing. Uh, they said that with with Jimmy. They said that when he like when he was in Minnesota with Jimmy. They say that about mm-hmm. Julius Randle. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's just like they, that's it's his thing. I mean, he rocks. He fucking works his starters, and uh, I don't know. I think we had a. I think we had the, the start of a dynasty, and. Think it's so all too, ripped, man. ripped away, man. Last thing yeah. on D Rose is like he's one of those guys that he was like he was a lovable. He was the people's champion. Like nobody could ever hate. He was like the Tiger Woods of basketball. Like nobody is ever gonna be mad. Like whenever, whenever D Rose popped off with uh, the T Wolves, when he popped off with the Pistons, like people were fucking rooting you know, this guy yeah. on every single night. He's ever he was everyone's favorite player. Um, yeah, but you know, also too, it's funny like the way he carried himself too. Like you ever see the video of uh, when they're announcing the All Star starters? Oh and, yeah, like they're all going crazy, and D Rose just sitting there like stone faced. Yep. Like, hey, let's play this game. Like I'm ready to play in the All Star game. Like. He just his demeanor was just so south side of Chicago. It was just like, oh, yeah. you know, it was just that was just his shit. And he was fucking, I don't know, he was that guy. And it, it he just, was you know. Stuart Scott as cool as the other side of the pillow, man. Like that yeah. was that was fucking D Rose. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, that's that's like I said, that was worldwide obvious. That that's was, number one. That, that was, was easy number one. Yeah, yeah. easy. Yep, Mister so. Worldwide. I think worldwide obvious for Detroit uh, is what if we take Mello instead of Darko in 03? If we take Mello, it's Chauncey, Rip, Tayshawn, Big Ben, Mello, because we never go get Sheed. Well, wasn't there... um... Wasn't the thing, though, something like where Melo actually didn't want to play in Detroit because he would have had to sit on the bench for a year, and he wasn't having that. I think he was worried about how good the team already was. Yeah. But, fuck, man. I mean, he, like, let's get real. Like, he knows that he would have started on this team, you know? Even if he doesn't start on this team, like, he he comes off the bench for half the year, but he starts eventually. Yeah. Because he just ends up being Melo. And who yeah. knows what happens, man? They, because that was 03. So they play the 03 season. The draft was in the summer. So they play the 03 season. Uh, who knows what they do? But 04, they won the championship anyway. Yeah. But dude, they could have, they could have made a run. Like they could have won, they could have won three or four times between 04 and 2012. 
you know, with that team. They would have kept everybody together. My thing with the Mellow thing is it, so like now after seeing pretty much the entirety of Mellow's career, I know he hasn't retired yet, but he's plays a, a six man off the bench for a shit Lakers team. Um, right. Like he, I think he had a great year in Portland last year. Um, like his role was perfect. He averaged like 12 points a game. He just sh- chucked up threes, you know? Um, oh, yeah. And then, you know, he went to LA and that team was just a dumpster fire. Um, but after seeing his whole career now, he's a bona fide loser. He's yeah. bona fide. Like he has not won shit. And he's not even really been close, to be honest. He's been to the playoffs a couple times. Um, do you think that he brings that team down and you don't even win one in 04? Because like, I know, mm. like, you know, where it's like, I know, like, you know, he goes, from, he cut the nets down at Syracuse. But he never figured it out in the pros. Right. And I, I don't know. Like, d- does he does he make that team worse, actually? Because they were so That's good. It. They were so close. Well, you know? yeah, it's interesting because they're, they're almost like – it's almost kind of like that 2011 Mavs team where they kind of had superstars. They had Dirk and Jason Terry and those guys. But they were, like, such a close team where, yeah, like, Jason the Pistons – I guess the, the Pistons were, like – they were such a one-off where nobody was a star. Chauncey, I mean, Chauncey kind of, Big Ben kind of, like Rip, definitely not. People loved Rip, but he wasn't a star. Tayshon definitely wasn't a star. Sheed was just loud. So if Mello comes in and needs the ball all the time, maybe. I don't know. Maybe they do fuck around and not win because they just don't. Yeah. They're not playing as a team as much. I mean, that. Dude, like that also like that was an era of basketball, like where like other than maybe Kobe and Shaq and like obviously a well put together Spurs squad. Yeah. Um there were no like hey, like I have two superstars. Like no. you know what I mean? Like m- barely there was not that many. And even when they did, Shaq only stayed in LA for how many years? Right. Um uh, like so it's like that you didn't need to have that type of squad. Like where it's like, if you have four fucking, I mean, Chauncey, I mean, everything he did speaks for himself for itself. I mean, big Ben as a defender, you're like, Oh, okay. Elite. But like in the other guys, like they all just did a little bit of things so well. And they did a lot of other shit, right? Not necessarily great, but it's like, they just did everything right. So it's like, that was a cool era of basketball that it was like, Oh, every year, like there was the same teams in it. But yeah, like you didn't really know who was gonna win it, other no. than the the you know like I you know it's like even though LA did three P at the time, and like the Spurs won a couple, you still didn't know who was gonna win it. You know what I mean? It, it was like there was eight teams that you're like, oh hey, these guys all. That's kind of how the league was this year, which I loved. Yeah, um, it makes so better basketball know. more watchable. Mello, I I just don't know if he's just a cancer, like especially in his when he was young. I don't know if he was just a cancer. Or, you know, they didn't put enough around him in Denver. I don't know. Um, yeah. But, like, to me, as if I was a fan, I would be a little bit upset. But also, you got one. Oh, yeah. You're not – I am i don't know. I'm, it just I could never that, be mad. Like, the going to work that, Pistons are a legendary. Like, Sheed needed to be a part of that team. Like, yeah. he, he fit the mold so perfect. And yeah. I think – I think – because Larry Brown, obviously an insanely good coach, but having mm-hmm. – I don't know how Larry Brown would have dealt with the mellow situation, you know? Like you said, I don't know how he would have gelled with the entire team. Like, it was such a it was such a together, badass unit. Like, yeah. they held the Lakers to fucking 80 points a game. Like, that's insane. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I agree. So, I don't know. Um, and it's like – you know what it is too. It's not only if you would have drafted Mello, it's if Old Boy could have just been anything. Darko, just anything is yeah. as, as an NBA player. Where you're like yep. motherfucker, dude. Um, Brutal. That you know, which it's like both sides. You're like fuck. Um, yeah, that's I mean, best draft class ever, pretty much. Yeah, uh, it was. It was. Darko, then it was uh I'll read them off to you right in a row. It was Darko, then Mello, then Chris Bosch, then Dwayne Wade. Then Kirk Heinrich to Chicago. Kirk Heinrich, legend. 
Absolutely. Loki, yeah. Legend, dude, dude. Michael he... Petrus was in this draft. Nick Collison. There were some names in that draft, man. David West. So, oh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. That was a squad. Um, yeah. What do you yeah. got? What do you got for your next one? Dude, Kyle Corver was at the end of that draft. Loki. This is a – see, this is a <laughs> Cubs thing, but okay. I think – so this is a combination of two things. It's game six of the 01 fucking – uh, and I'll, and I'll, um, the National League fucking the pennant or whatever. Yeah, championship series, NLCS. Um, so it's like the whole Moises Alou thing with the Bartman. Ah, uh, yes. So, and so it's like, okay, this is what happened, right? So Bartman gets in the way. That would have uh, ended the inning, right? Everyone's all butthurt. Next pitch or next at bat or next pitch, fucking. Alex Gonzalez, you've never heard of him because he sucks dick. Shortstop, <laughs> booties a ball right in his glove. Guess what? That fucking just, that was it. So then they win because the guy couldn't get out of the inning on that play. And then we lose in the next game or whatever. Or however however it went, I I, I always get games mixed up because back in the day they were pretty good. Um, so the Bartman essentially threw that whole game into exactly. a and spiral. We don't go to the World Series. The Marlins end up winning it. Your boy Mickey gets a ring. Um, yep. <laughs> and I think the Cubs would have won that World Series, man. You think? Who did the uh, Who did the Marlins play in that World Series? Didn't they play the Tigers? No. Not in 03. The Tigers, the Tigers went to the World Series in 06. Uh, got swept by the Cardinals. I don't Cardinals know. Um, I'm not sure who they who they played against. But either way, I think that we win that fucking um I think we win that fucking championship and I know we end up getting one in 16 and it, it is what it is. Oh, they played the mm-hmm. Yankees. Um Oh yeah, 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 that's right because it yeah. was like David and Goliath. Yeah. Um I don't know. So it's like my whole life would have literally been so much different because like <laughs> I shit you not. It's you so were a child in 2003. It, like, <laughs> yeah. So it's like Everything my whole life. It's like, I would have been like, Oh, I have a, ch-. like it, I have just, a championship. It's so weird to think. Yeah. Like exactly where it's like, I don't know. And like, then the Sox won in 05. So you're like, fuck man. Like, so it's like, fuck, are these assholes going to have one and I'm not ever going to win one? And, like, the Cubs were brutal for a minute. Like, they were real good. They were real solid throughout the 2000s. Um, yeah. 2010s were a little sketchy in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, we got back to it, but now we suck again. But, like, I think if we have a ring in 03, I'm just not as upset about not having one for another, you know, where it's like. Right. We got one, but I do think though if that play doesn't happen and this dickhead doesn't miss the next fucking ground ball to shortstop, I think they win that series and potentially win the World Series and then fucking I don't know. Like so that's that's my thing is if the pretty much my hypothetical is if the Bartman thing never happened, do we win the World Series? And I don't know, not sure. Um my next one is I mean we could just do a couple here. So my this this next one is the pinnacle of my Lions misery. This is the most mad I've ever been watching a game. This is like this is what when I think about Lions football, this is what keeps me up at night. And it uh, is uh, January 4th, 2015. <laughs> I hate that you know the date. The Lions are playing the Dallas Cowboys in a playoff game. This was the best Lions team that I've ever seen. They had Nadamik and Sue, Nick Fairley on the defense. Like they had, fuck, like the defense was unstoppable for the first time. I've I've never seen a defense good in Detroit. Right? Yeah. Uh, we get to play the Cowboys. It's did you guys win the division in, that year? No, no, right? That was Green we Bay. We had to still? go to Dallas. Green Bay won. Because okay. Dallas okay. went to Green Bay in the next game. Okay. So we we have this game kind of in the bag. Yeah. Uh, granted, everybody played like shit in the fourth quarter, but we kind of had it in the bag. And 
there was a no call pass interference that maybe was maybe one of the worst in football. Uh, this linebacker for Dallas, Anthony Hitchens, was all over Brandon Pettigrew, who was Lions tight end at the time. Uh, back turned to the football, hands up yeah. in the in Brandon Pettigrew's face, like over his shoulders. No call, which is fine. That shit happens in the NFL all the time. Like, there's going to be no calls. You're going to have to eat that. The, what mm-hmm. made it worse is that there was, like, a discussion kind of between the refs. Like, hey, maybe we should call this. Maybe we shouldn't. Matt mm-hmm. Stafford is, like, freaking out, obviously. <laughs> Des Bryant. The Cowboys are on defense. Remember this. Des Bryant runs onto the field past the numbers. From the sideline, which is, which is no helmet, no yeah. helmet, yeah. <laughs> like screaming <laughs> at the refs. So not only did they miss this pass interference, but because they're discussing something and they're like just not paying attention, Dez is screaming in their face. Yeah, and he's on hooligan. the field, yeah. which he can't be no. with no helmet on. Yeah, that sends us into a spiral. Lions lose the game. I'm still sitting here, 27 years old, have not seen a playoff win because of that. <laughs> like they had that game in the fucking bag and then some stupid shit like that happens. And it's like, I think about it all the time. Yeah. All the time. <laughs> no, I, dude, I mean, I have a, I have a very, I, so I mean, the funny part is that about that part about that game, it's like it almost that. So remember when they did the reviewing of pass interference in what 2018 or something like that? Yep. Roughly. It's roughly. almost like I, like that legit, it seemed like that play kind of like put that rule into place. No joke. That's what the Lions do, dude. That's what Calvin did in in Chicago with the catch rule. Well, that was insane too, bro. I That's mean, what I'm saying. The Lions make rules up. But That's what they didn't, do. Didn't, they put so rules it, in the rule and then And then didn't Dez actually have a catch like that against the Lions? Then, no, in the next game oh, against the, next the pack. Game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was trash, right? Yep. Yeah. So I also fucked the Cowboys where it's like, oh, uh, fuck the Cowboys, dude. I, I mean, like People are like, oh, dude, like I, I do hate the Packers. I hate them a lot. Oh, of course. Yeah. Just but like it's, it's Packers Cowboys are, it's not yeah. even one, two. It's one, one, a. Like it's, yeah, and then of course, and it's funny you say that because then it's like, oh, guess who goes to the fucking Cowboys after coaching the Packers forever? Yeah, Mike, you're like, right. fuck you, fuck Mike McCarthy, yeah, douchebag, <laughs> douchebag, all my douche. Yeah, that uh, that no call was yeah, it was insane. Honestly, you're just like, and I don't give a fuck personally, not my teams, this or anything, but it's like. Sometimes it's just so easy, and also, dude. You can pick the fucking flag up, but right, make the call, uh, dude. Don't like don't I said when up. he ran. No, when he ran, when Dez runs onto the field without a helmet, it's no, it's you're not even thinking about it. Yeah, I, and that's a first down. Yeah, I mean, we win the game. Yeah, definitely. That's a, definitely a heartbreaker, especially because like at this point too, like you guys, they didn't get any better since then. They've had nope. some okay, you know, but like. We haven't had a good team since then, I would say. Pretty much. So it's like, you know, and it's like, that's just one of those things where you're like, God damn, I thought we were looking up and now we're, you know. looking. That was the closest we've ever been. I would have felt great going to Lambeau that next week. I would have felt great. Yeah. Like a real chance to actually win that game. And also win or lose too. You're like, okay, this is a huge step, like a ginormous step. Yeah. You know. And ever since then, like you said, it's it's just been backwards. We've gone the wrong way. 2016 and beyond, we've gone the wrong way. Mm -hmm. Now we're maybe, hopefully, all prayers to MCDC going the right way. Yeah. Um, I kind of one more. Yeah, it's pretty much the same concept. Um, Best defense in the league. Please tell me you're going with the double doink. Yeah. Dude, of course. That's, that's yeah. I mean, it, it's just one of those things where it's like you couldn't make it up. That's Mm-mm. the fucked up part about that whole thing is you couldn't make it up only because he just was so bad. Like he was missing kicks all the time. And you're like, all right, dickhead. 
like just one fucking this one. make. Just yeah, this like one. This, just this one. And it's yeah. like Matt Nagy's a cock too. Let me just tell you that. Because if Matt Nagy wasn't such a cock of a coach, and that was the year he won, like, oh, I'm such a good coach. Fuck that guy. If he would have just let Mitch fucking play football that whole game until except for the last drive of the game when Mitch drove down in fucking five plays to get him in the field goal range with a minute and a half left. Let the kid fucking play. If he's going to lose, let him lose the game. Don't fucking dink and dunk your way into fucking third and fucking eight every goddamn time. Punt the ball away right. and go, you know, have this nail biter. Either lose or fucking win. But that's beside the point. Like that just changed. Like, you know, that changes the whole. The whole career path of of Mitch, I think, uh, because then he gets hurt next year, and then all of a sudden he's written off because, yeah, he was bad. But, like, you know, that that defense is starting to get older, but at the time it's like, oh, this is the best, you know, it's the best defense in the league. Like, we were fucking, we had 11 wins or whatever. Like, they were just good. They were good enough to beat any good offense. Granted, who knows if the, if the offense shows up for the Bears, but um, – yeah, that's one of those things where, like, literally, it was me and my me and my older brother and my dad. We're sitting there. We're doing like the fucking, like the fucking arm link fucking thing. Oh like yeah, college basketball players. Boys, just and literally, literally trying to will this thing in. And you watch it go up, and you're just like, and literally, like, no bullshit. It was so, it was so synchronized. It was just like all of our heads were just like, mm-hmm. all at once. Like no words were said. We, I literally just walked. I walked out of my dad's room, and I'm like. I didn't say a word for like legit a half hour. Neither did he. And then I come in there like that, you know, after like a half hour, and I'm like, did that just happen? Like, did that really just happen? Like, they could have went back to the Super Bowl too, man. Uh, Yeah, they could. Just riding that defense easily. I mean, it's just that's the the nature of the beast of the NFL. Like, yeah, (laughs) you can make a run. It's honestly like, it's one of the craziest like thought like in your head where you're like, this is your job and you've been nothing but bad at it. Just please figure it out one time for the yeah. whole fucking city. Please. God, poor guy. And like, and not only did he miss it too, like there's a name for it now because it hit both oh, posts. Man. Where it's like, <laughs> the like it going. Yeah, it couldn't have been it, it literally couldn't have been any worse in terms of like just the whole situation. Like it's so funny it's, though. It's the tuck rule, it's the miracle of Minneapolis, it's yeah. all that. Yeah. It's no, the yeah, double doink. Sure. Like it's yeah. it's gonna live forever in infamy, unfortunately, oh, yeah. for Cody Parkey. The fact that oh, he yeah. got a job after that blows my mind. How, and he was like kind of good for the Browns or yeah, for the Browns like Yep. The Browns that are like, blew hey, my he, mind. Got the, he got the kick there. I mean, just didn't go in. That's what the yeah. Browns thought was. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. But. I was there. I got one. I got one last one. It's kind of, we'll just go uh, honorable mention. It's kind of a weird one because it's something that we almost did too well. So in 2012, obviously the Tigers were discussing. They had, uh, basically five Cy Young winners on the pitching rotation between Scherzer, Verlander, Parcello, Anibal, Sanchez. Uh, but in 2012 in the ALCS, David Price we, was on that team or no? Who? Was David Price on the team yet? He might have been the next year. But that wasn't he wasn't drafted by them and shit, right? No, I think that was 2014 when we had David Price. No, David okay. Price was drafted by the Tampa Bay Rays. Yeah, exactly. All right, I'll shut up. Go ahead. Did we? <clears throat> was this that weird era where we had, like, we had what was that? What was that last guy's name? Smiley or something? Drew Smiley. I couldn't tell you if he was on the team or not. Um, He's on it, the cut. He would have been. A, he would have been a bullpen guy. He would have been a roto guy. But uh, the team was disgusting. It was Victor. It was Victor Martinez was like one of the worst players in the lineup. <laughs> yeah. <he> was a <laughs> like we had Prince Fielder, Cavi, like. It was a, just a disgusting team. Was but this the year the that AL- what's-his-name won the Triple Crown? Or whatever the fuck that's co- called? I can't remember. No, I don't think he won it in 2012. It might have been 2014 that he won the Triple Crown. I can't remember. Uh, don't quote me on that. Look that up, Jack, while I'm talking here. But the in 2012, in the ALCS, the Tigers swept the Yankees 4 nothing. Oh, yeah. 
Okay. And I think in baseball, a sweep almost works to your disadvantage if you're waiting too long. Because the Giants went seven games with whoever they were playing before. So we played them and, you know, they had what, two or three days rest before Mm -hmm. we started playing. We had like a week off. And then we go and we get swept by the Giants. And I personally still to this day think it's because they were just consistently playing baseball and the Tigers had too much time off. I I don't think that that pertains or translates to many other sports. Like I think the Avs will be fine, even though they swept the Oilers, you know, like I think they'll be fine because you can get your legs back. But I feel like baseball is just such a rhythm game that if you're taking too much time off, you lose it. No, I think that hockey, it could be that way too. Um, I mean, look at case in point, look at the Tampa Rangers series. They lost the first two games and it looked like they were slow, but that Mm -hmm. also isn't like, that's something that you can get back very quickly in hockey. But, yeah, no, baseball, it's like you're not seeing – granted, I don't know, like, what their practices and shit look like, but, yeah, you're not seeing live pitching. You're not seeing, you know, certain counts and this, that, and the other thing. You know, you're not throwing to hitters and, you know, working your shit as well. So I definitely yeah. think that – I mean, basketball is the only one that you're like, yeah, let's sweep. Like, we don't need to play for a fucking – Right. <laughs> um, but, yeah, get I think baseball healthy. definitely a sweep does – it, and it's weird because, like, obviously you can't blow games, but, like, what are you going to do, you know? Um, mm. I do think that kind of not about what you were saying, but, like, I do think that the it's bullshit that, like, so, okay, the Avs sweep, right? And mm. this is just because this is what happened. I, and then they had to wait, what, the Lightning won on game six on, what, Sunday or Saturday maybe? Saturday? Might have been Saturday. So it's like, okay, they went on Saturday, and they have to wait all the way to, like, fuck that. It's not our fault the Lightning went to six. Like, right. let's go. Like, it's fucking two days. Get your ass to fucking Colorado, and let's play yeah, hockey. Three extra days. That's what I'm saying. Like, six extra days because right. it's like, you know, so it's like, oh, so we still got to wait even longer, and they get more rest now because, like, I feel it's like, well, the fuck is the point of sweeping other than the fact that you have a chance of losing still? Like, Right. But – yeah, I mean that I it that's just a big what if. Like if we go, maybe we go seven with the Yankees, and maybe we're a little bit more, you know, not fresh, but fresh baseball wise, like playing the game more. Not that that, not that the Giants team was. I mean, they were disgusting. No Pablo sauce. Sandoval yeah. hit three dingers in the first game. Like yeah. it was fucking over before it started. But yeah, yeah, just I mean, tough. It's definitely tough what it's, if. I, that's the thing too with any like any loss. Literally every single loss, you go and you look at the big picture. You look at look at the big outlying thing. Oh, the double mm-hmm. dunk. Oh, this no call. But it's like then you can also be like, oh well, you know why didn't you fucking play this better or do this better? And it's like, but yeah, there's always like that one thing where you're like, man, like this one play, this one play yeah. would have changed the whole fucking world. You know, I feel like that happens a lot. Like or like a baseball player makes an error and it would have got you out of the inning or something. And then the next yeah. guy steps up and hits a home run and you're like Like what's his face? Isn't that Gibson that lost one through the wickets for the Dodgers? No, that was uh it was Jay Buner, I thought. Thought it was yeah, I think it was Jay Buner. I thought it was for Boston. No, it was Kirk Gibson, I thought, for LA. Oh well Regardless. maybe it's both. It is both. Do you have any uh, honorable mention shitty things to happen to you? What ifs? What if Marion Hosen ever has to retire early? Dude, well, I was gonna I was gonna bring that up for the wings. What if Marion Hosa stays on the Red Wings instead of goes to the Pens? Well, do yeah, we win knows? another cup in 09? Maybe. I mean, I don't know. That whole his whole his whole career path. Those that's the craziest three years of hockey ever, right? Because he loses loses to the Pens, right? With the Wings, he loses. No, in oh eight, in oh eight, he was playing for the Pens, loses, loses to the Wings. To the wings. In oh nine, he's playing for the Wings, loses loses to the Pens. And then, yeah, then, and then 2010 10, goes to the Hawks one. and wins one. That's yeah. the craziest three years in hockey ever for Bananas. one player. Um, yeah. 
So oh, it's like he didn't. If he didn't win in ten with the Hawks, he would have killed himself. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so sure. it's like, and the thing that sucks. So it's like, okay, I don't remember the exact year. I think it was like uh, sixteen. I think the end of sixteen, he got hurt or some shit and missed missed time. And then all of a sudden, in like seventeen, he doesn't come back. And you're like, what's going on? He has some condition that he like can't play anymore. Mm-hmm. It's like we're in the pro. We're still in the middle of a fucking dynasty. You know? Oh like, yeah. We're, like everyone is there. Sharpies, like the whole squad's there. And Hosa was the glue. I don't care what anyone says. Hosa was the glue, man. He was the fucking vet. He, he, the way he handled the puck was just like, he was just on a string for him. Like he did a lot of things, right? The guy just guy. knew how to score goals, man. He yeah, was just he, nasty. Yeah, exactly. He's pivotal on the power play. Like he just was a guy that you're like, okay, like, and I know it's hard for like to say like one player is the reason, like the downfall, but like, it's like you had to like we had to like we couldn't we never found the replacement for him. Thought we found well Panarin, and then they didn't keep him. Um, mm-hmm. But like I, that's one thing in, in on Hawks hockey that I where it's like what happens if if Marion Hosa doesn't have to retire early? I think that we legitimately could have had a shot for one more at least. Yeah, but I don't. I mean, who knows, man? Sucks. Uh, yeah, and he was do- he was so dominant for those three years in a row, so dominant on each each of the three teams that he played on. He was yeah, I mean he's the just best a player good, on the he's ice just good. Yeah, yeah, he, exactly. He just and he makes people better around you. He was just a good hockey player. And I know like a lot of like people don't like him because of what he did, where it's like oh fuck him. And like I get it if you're a Wings fan or even a Pens fan, but like it, it I don't is know any Wings fans that have any animosity towards a guy. Oh, like I know two of them, and they're twins, and you know them too. Uh, yeah. But what do you expect? But uh um, yeah, they're at, they're pissed at everybody. So like uh I you know, but yeah, it's like fuck man. What a fucking guy. All I actually right. have a funny story about a Marion Hosa jersey. You want me to tell it? Yeah, it hit me. So um they had EDC to sh- EDC Chicago uh in like I don't fucking know, 2013, 2014 ish. And uh mm. I wasn't going. I wasn't into fucking that kind of music. I wasn't into drugs. Still not into drugs. Um, but <laughs> um, wasn't into drugs yet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, anyways, they all want to do like a Chicago theme. But usually, you know, you just pop the tarps off. They all have fucking Chicago flags. Whatever. It was chilly out that day. So they were like, well, we don't want to fucking have our shirts off or anything like that. So they all wore Chicago Blackhawks jerseys. The one yep. kid, <clears throat> he was a buddy of ours. And uh, he's like, man, I don't have a jersey. And I was like, I got this Marion Hosa jersey. It was the fucking, uh, the very first stadium series. The very first cross on classic, like the black with the fucking beige. Yeah. And th- it was just a dope ass jersey. Um, granted, it was off of like AliExpress. It wasn't legit. It was, you know. Um, hey, one of those. Ali knew how to fucking do it. Oh yeah, exactly. And if you've never you know, been to AliExpress.com, you ain't living. You can't check too, it out now. You're too young. <laughs> you're too you're late. Too young. You're too young for the show, bro. You're too and, young, you know, and you're too late now. Yeah, so, definitely too late. You can get um, jerseys for fifteen bucks, and they looked pretty damn good. Oh yeah. Um. So, anyways, I let him wear the jersey because I'm like, fuck it, dude. Like, yeah, absolutely. Like, oh, you know, do you guys are doing a little theme, and um. So it's like a week later and I'm like, yo, uh, like when can I snag my Jersey back? And he was like, dude, it's like, man, that was like the best night of my life, bro. And I'm like, what? What like, does that bro. mean? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, okay. He's like, I'll pay you for this Jersey. Like I, I, I had just had such the best. It's like when he started dating his like wife to be or whatever, like it was just like, he's like, mm-hmm. this is like the best day. Like first time me and this girl hooked up and like they dated forever. And I'm like, okay. And he's just like, I'll buy it off you. And I'm like, cause I'm that kind of guy. I was just you like, gave it to him. I was like, you can just have it, bro. Like if what I, a guy. I was like, what a who, guy. Am I, who am I to take away somebody's memories like that? Like, fuck it. Just take You're the You're not jersey. a memory stealer. No, absolutely not. So I was like, ah, oh, fuck <laughs> it. This is all you. <laughs> but like. You're telling me this guy was wheeling in a Hosa jersey? Oh, fucking he was, right? Wheel snipe Sally, bud. I mean, yeah, I guess if you want to honor this dude's name, that's a good way to do it. If it was a Wings Hosa jersey, she would have married him on the spot. (laughs) Would have been a wrap. Yeah, she might (laughs) have. 
But yeah, anyways. I'm going to start throwing on my Datsuk jersey before I go to the bar. There you go. (laughs) You're fucking up. So what side are you on here with the live tour? Oh, I'm on the PGA tour side. Okay. Me too. I figured you would be. I'm a, I, I feel like a lot of people are on the PGA tour side, except uh, literally everybody, except the players that are playing in the live are on the PGA tour side. You know, listen, let me play a little bad cop here. Um, Okay. What about the players who don't like the tour? Okay. I.e. Sergio Garcia are going to go. They got to play golf somewhere. And if they don't want to play on the tour, what is so bad about what's going on with Liv? Listen, listen, Jack. It's not about what's so bad, what's going on with Liv. There's two things. And well, there's one big thing and I, that I have a problem with. And I don't hate the thought of the Liv tour. That's cool. It's more golf. It's, you know, it's more opportunity, this and anything. But I'm so sick of people saying, this uh oh i really like the format i was just gonna say or oh i really like the you know the thought of this instead of just saying hey there's a shit ton of money to be made that i cannot win on the tour because i'm not as good right now or i'm never going to be as good so i'm gonna go make my money where it's clearly there's fucking triple the money to be had out there and you're playing against a lesser fucking field stop fucking saying that you like like stop just stop lying. Tell me, say this is a better fucking financial opportunity for me. And we're fine I'll with it. it. And we're, fuck yeah. That's exactly. the American dream. It's to Boom. go and make money doing something. It's fine. Literally, Just say it. Play, you don't play, like that. Why have none of these athletes come out? Some why of have none have. of them come out and admit Some of that? them have. Some of the lesser golfers have. It's the it's the JTs. It's the fucking Phil Mickelson. It's the big dogs. Right. Or, or DJ. I saw Patrick the same exact thing though. I saw the same thing on Instagram. It was like if there, there's so much press surrounding the LIV right now because nobody knows why the fuck everybody's playing. But if the players just admitted to the fact that they're doing it for the money, I mean, obvious, there would, I mean, there would be no press. Dude, that would answer they, all of bro, the they just They just showed the numbers on the la- uh, last week's PGA Tour. The total purse was like 3.8 mil. Du- Louis Ustaisen or whatever just won a, tour on the, or a, a tournament on the live. He won 4.3 yeah. himself. Sh- Schwartzel right. won it all last week, and he had 4.75. Or Schwartzel. Schwartzel. I'm sorry. Yep. So, yeah, there you go. That's the number. Schwartzel, not yep. Louis. My bad. But like a guy like Louis, who it's like, you're a good golfer. You're always up there. You're a top 20 guy all the time. He's been just a staple, right? You're getting older. You're kind of past your prime. Why not go, like, why not go play in a league where you have a chance to win more and way more yep. money? it's like everyone likes to win dude like where it's like it sucks when you don't ever win any fucking championships that's why i thought that's why i thought it was a a no-brainer for for ricky easy move for ricky to go to the live like the guy i thought ricky's not going to making cuts i think he is still oh i thought he he wasn't i thought he was no i thought he was was one of the first guys to go uh, no i'm pretty sure he was one of the first guys i'm thinking about rory i'm sorry rory was talking shit yeah rory is talking shit Ricky, no, Ricky hasn't been making any cuts. The guy just hasn't been relevant. Like you said, go somewhere where you have a chance to win and make a bunch of money. Fucking good for you, Ricky. I have root him on 100 absolutely. times out of 100. I'm a huge there. Ricky Fowler fan, actually. And he'll go on he's like, not. yeah, true. But he'll go on like a whole year where he's, you know, every other year he's making cuts. He's like top 10 and like get like right there, but never wins. It's like, yep. so he is a good golfer and he is young. Where it's like, yep. why not, dude? Just like I don't blame, I don't hate the thought of the live. I actually like it. There's more if you're especially if you're a golf fan. There's a shitload more golf with high high competition that you can watch now instead of you're only watching fucking Saturday and Sunday of the PGA Tour where you're only getting two hours of coverage on ESPN and you're getting two hours of coverage on the fucking uh, PGA channel. It's a hard. It's it's it, if you want to watch right. golf, it's I only hard. have. Mm-hmm. I only have one worry about that aspect of it. Um, so they they obviously streamed this last weekend on YouTube for free. The lived it, right? Um, okay. Yeah. But they have they gathered like X amount of dollars to cover the purse for all of the tournaments up until some sort of date. 
uh, but they're, they need before that date, a lot of sponsors, right? And they couldn't get any sponsors because of how much heat was surrounding it at first, right? So they gathered, they had patrons gather this money that they could pay players out with in, in hopes, I guess, of gaining some sort of, I don't know, credibility that they're not a bunch of scumbags or something. And then I, my worry here where I'm getting at with this is that if they do achieve that and they have a status in the American TV market, the same companies that cover PGA tournaments are going to cover the LIV tournaments and it just might turn into the same exact shit coverage wise, especially, but I think also in a lot of other aspects, it might just turn into tour 2.0 or it might be the XFL of football. No clue. Yeah. And that's, what's interesting about it, man. There's, there has been no, you know, I mean, we haven't really seen a competitor in any of the major sports that has worked until now where they're actually stealing major guys from but the mainstay, which is the PGA tour. There's never been, and that's because not there's, true. There's you're never not, been no, money behind any of these. No, you're wrong because the KHL pays like a motherfucker. And there are some guys that have gone and played in the KHL. Not too many, but what's his name? The kid Kovalchuk. That guy was one of the big ones that he went and made a shit ton of money in Russia. And mm-hmm. like, there's guys that like, but the KHL, the it, hockey's different. They don't give a fuck, but the KHL is a shitload right. of money. Um, the thing about it is, um, fuck, I lost my train of thought with the live is, um, maybe that the thing is with, with the coverage is that I, they're, they're not going to be on the PGA channel. Cause guess what? It's not the PGA tour. So that's not a thing. Um, right. so they're either going to get some sponsor with like a fucking true TV or a fucking, you know, an ABC network or something like that. Where honestly, you don't see golf on many channels, PGA Tour golf, unless it's ESPN, because they have a deal with ESPN and yep. the PGA channel. So I don't think there's going to be that much fight for airspace on those channels, because once again, you know, they might make their own fucking channel. Um, they could. They got the capital why, to do it. Why wouldn't you? Or, yeah, why wouldn't you is right. See, this is where they, they got to figure it the fuck out. You got you to gotta get on the streaming services. Oh, cable's dying. That's the last place that they should go is make their own cable channel. They need to no. figure out how to stream. Yeah, you, you, exactly. That's all they you need to worry in, about. You get in with a, with one streaming flat platform, maybe two, or make your fucking own, or do YouTube, yep. whatever. And then I would still try and get on cable. I would still, because think about the, think about who watches golf at this point yeah, in time. Yeah, old people. It's older people. Older people, they still fuck with cable still. Yep. So you got to be on cable TV, but also you Jump on a streaming platform that's not ESPN Plus, because that's fucking the P- the PGA has a deal with them. Yeah, and I don't think there's gonna I don't think there's gonna be any problems fighting for that. I, I so I disagree with you on that, Jack. I don't think that's gonna be a problem. Money might be a problem for whatever the fuck they're doing, but I think that they'll be just fine in terms of where they're gonna put their tournaments. Why on do the you think that there's gonna be conflicts between? Uh, one company picking up both tours like the golf channel plays PGA tournaments sometimes, but they could also play or like the same with ESPN plus or like um, Fox or whoever else picks up the PGA. But why would, so I, so I, I'm not, I fucked that up. I was saying the PGA channel it's, I was talking about the golf channel. So the The golf golf channel will definitely, I knew what you're talking about. That's the only one that will, okay. We'll pick up both. You're right. But, I think that the PGA has a deal with ESPN. Um, so why depends would on if it's a, uh, whatever it's called, where it's just PGA and just ESPN. Well, I don't. Yeah, I don't know if I don't think that I don't know. Um, but I'm just saying, why why compete? Why compete on ESPN when you can just go to a different sh- like you can go to right. fucking Hulu. I think that that market's you know? saturated for sure. Golf wise, I just I don't know. I don't see. I wish my my biggest thing is that why not make this free to watch somehow? I think that would be such a cool twist on this tournament, you know, or this 
this lead, organization to is lead, to yeah. to open it up to more people since that's kind of what the whole preface of the of the organization is is opening golf up to nobody's to that less. nobody's that dumb though to leave that much money on the table man no nah, because they know people want to watch it it'd be interesting if they did something like almost like a twitch play where they got into a platform like that and obviously the ad revenue is still coming in because you have to watch ads but you the viewer can watch it for free you just have to see these yeah. ads yeah so you'll still get paid you'll still get paid without a subscription but I, the thing is, that's why I'm saying you go to something that everyone already has, like you mm. know, like Hulu and Paramount. Maybe not Paramount, but like HBO Max. Not that I, not that they're gonna do that, but I think Hulu would be the one to do because Hulu, Hulu has YouTube live TV. Sports. I think yeah, exactly. Two. I think those yeah. two. I, I I couldn't see why you wouldn't do it because and also think about too, like okay, think about like what the PGA does on so like I have ESPN Plus and sometimes I watch. They have like the featured groups and shit. Yeah. Um, you make it free for just the basic okay here's the here's the fucking players but then you know you have to have youtube tv or you have to have like to to watch like featured groups or like um you know certain you know all day coverage because you know who knows if they're gonna do all day coverage too like shit like that where i think like you know i think what that's what they'll do somewhere along the line like here's a fucking snippet but if you want the whole fucking sausage, you got to pay for it, baby boy. Right. I have yep. one more problem, though, that we need to talk about, and I want to ask. So fuck all what, how they're going to make money because they got all of it. What do you think yeah. about the shotgun no cuts, though? This is what I want to know. Shotgun no cuts? Yeah. I don't really – I don't so know. So every, shotgun... every single golfer is going off at the same exact time. If you, That's yeah. what shotgun, so shotgun everybody starts on a different hole. So that, I mean, that doesn't really matter to me. I think it's cool because we could see as long as the coverage is good. That's the biggest part of it, right? Is to be able right. to see all the golfers. Um, if they're doing a shotgun start and I can't see everybody, then that kind of ruins the whole point. Mm-hmm. But as long as the coverage is good, I don't, I don't mind, nor am I going to notice it really. You Besides, don't think so like, though? I don't know. It sucks. It does suck to like wait until three o'clock to watch leaders tee off on like a Saturday yeah. or something. No, definitely. I agree. So that'll be cool to be able to just, all right, everybody's fucking teeing off at noon. Doesn't matter. Yeah. So that's cool. Um, so before we then, go into the cut part, before we go into the cut yeah. part, so th- this is the only thing. Okay. So like my thing is like, think about like the biggest courses in the fucking in the PGA tour. They all have like signature holes, right? And yes. like there's like certain holes like you end on 18, you know, and like that's everyone is ending on 18. Don't you think that you earlier lose in your a little round, luster? Well, yeah, exactly. Exactly. For one, you you lose the exactly the luster of like 16 at fucking whatever, you know, it's like yeah, the 17 like, at at sawgrass. Yeah. So it's like and also, like, I feel like there's a little bit of a disadvantage if you get stuck on the wrong hole to start. Because, like, imagine if you got to start on one hole and then you have to end on, like, a, a hard part three or a hard part five or a long part four. Like, But then the guy who has played a really good start, you know, and he kind of has been – he's losing his flow a little bit, but he gets to end on the easiest hole of the day and, you know, right. kind of, like, salvage his score where it's, like – without the shotgun you start at one you end at 18 it's like listen everyone has the exact same advantage you're playing that at the exact same time as you would in your scorecard as everybody else yep that's my that's the only thing about the shotgun stuff that i really don't like i feel like it's like you kind of i feel like there is a there is an advantage if you're on a certain hole you know what i mean no i i 100 agree with that i think that i think doing it the normal way i think waiting is more beneficial to me as the fan than just seeing everybody go at once because like you said like knowing okay like this guy this guy might be able to make a run he's down a stroke but he's got you know he's got to play 18 at waste management in front of the forty thousand people in the stadium right so like just shit like that you know if that if that goes away because that's such a cool part of golf when everybody's waiting on the last tee Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that everybody going at the same time, everybody spread out. It's kind of fucked. So, 
Yeah, I I agree. I think I think doing it the the way that they're doing it now is way better than what the Libs doing with the shotgun start. I don't yeah. think it's beneficial for a fan, unless you know, like I said, unless the coverage is so good where we're seeing every single shot and everything starts at noon or whatever, then that's cool. But it ruins a Sunday, or in their case, it ruins a Saturday. I think. And so, like for the no cut, do you agree with me when I say that? you're kind of taking the stress a little bit of the stress out of the, out of the golf when you have no cut, like, like you don't have to like go for things as much or like, you're like, Oh, Hey, I got to get here. Like, I I don't know. I just feel like it's like, they're making it easy on those cut, those golfers that are on the fringe of the cut. It's making life way easier for them. Honestly, Yeah. I mean, that happens to everybody. But like, I don't know. I just feel like it's like, I don't know. They're making, I just feel like they're making it very stress-free for a lot of, uh, a lot less, you know, for the golfers where it's like, I get it, but like, dude, they're making, you're making handsome money to be the best in the world. And like, I think you should have to play under that pressure of having a cut and having, you know, the 18th hole be the 18th hole. Like, I don't know. I just feel like the no cut three day tournament is kind of whack personally. Yeah, no, it's. I don't know. I mean, it it's already sucks that they're only doing three days, so it's like a cut's kind of yeah. weird anyway. Yeah, of but course. I, I don't know. Like, I don't think anybody cares enough. How many times are there going to be huge comebacks where these guys were who would have gotten cut end up coming back to win? Well, of course. You know, but like, guess did what? They even, would... Did they even want to be playing golf on Saturday? Yeah, but the thing Probably is, though, dude, like. Not. That's not always the case, though, where it's like there's usually one outlier that like, OK, there's a guy who look at fucking Justin Thomas. He just won that fucking tournament. He was down like six strokes, barely made yeah. the cut type shit where it's like usually there's there's is one guy that's just way out ahead, like Scotty Scheffler in the last year. You know what I mean? Like he was just always way out there. But like there are times where the cuts only six strokes off the lead, dude, and you get two right. full rounds to make that up like I. I don't know. I just think it's like, oh, well, hey, guess what? I would have got cut in the tour, but I'm only fucking six trucks off with, you know, two rounds left. I can make a run. I don't know. I just think it's kind of lame. That's all. Yeah. It's interesting. I think it's cool. Your money, though. Oh, yeah. I'm all for everybody getting paid as much as they possibly can. Good for you. I don't have any animosity towards any of the guys that go over and play in the live tour like just like I said, like Ricky, if you're in a place where you think that that's going to benefit you, great. Yep. If you're in a place like John Rahm where you say, I've made enough money, I could retire right now and I'm fine. Yeah. I like playing in the PGA with the status and the legends and being on the same cup as those guys. Mm-hmm. Do that too. Whatever is going to make your life the best, I think that you should do, especially if you're a professional athlete because they get enough shit as it is. So. Yeah. I wonder if um, I wonder if this will open up open up the door for like non-pro sponsored golf brands. Cause it's like, what do you got? You got, you got your tailor made fucking ping Strixon, Titleist, like Mizuno, very, Grayson. Yep. Yeah. Like, you know, I wonder if it's going to open up the door for like, you know, the Instagram fucking guy who's making cheap, go- like good golf clubs for cheap, but like, doesn't have any pro sponsorship and shit like that. Like, so you can't advertise them on certain, you know, shit. Like, I wonder nah, I if think- there's going to be like new shit that'll come into golf because of, because of that though. You know what I mean? I think that they should do everything that they can to change the game and embrace it. And that's what it looks golf's like. expensive, dude. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's real expensive. And if you're like, like you said, if you're a TikTok guy, that's making sick clubs or whatever. And, you know, guys like you. It just all depends on if guys like you or not, really. Yeah, I of mean, course. Yeah, no, for you sure. Just need backing from the players, and you're fucking in. Yeah, I just think that'd be cool too to see like more, um, just more options for clubs and shit like that. Because fuck these monopoly ass fucking brands. It's like, yeah, you know, eighteen hundred dollars for a set of nice clubs. Yeah, exactly. Where it's like, you know, I don't know, whatever. I, I just that's something I think about that. Or like that might be beneficial to the world if anything happens like that. Uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Well, good shit. I'm ex- I mean, I'm I'm looking forward to keeping watching and and seeing what's happening. Obviously, the drama, any drama in golf's awesome. So 
uh, yeah. I've been enjoying it every step of the way. Any last thoughts here, Jack? No, I'm cooling over here, to be quite honest with you. I mean, I think we covered a okay. lot of the good spots in it. It's, I think only time will tell here, to be honest. We're just going to have to watch this shit play I- out. I agree. And we'll talk, we'll continue to talk about it as, as things develop. But, uh, as of right now, I mean, I think it's just kind of to each their own is basically all you can say. Yeah. I like that. I like (laughs) that a lot. No, if you like it, you like it. If you don't, but if you don't kind of fuck you, you. just let it happen. Hey buddy. Right. Let it play out. out. Let's see. It might suck, but you know, Somebody's got to try something after a while. If enough people are unhappy with their current situation, somebody's going to pull something out of their ass. So, right. Yeah, I like it though. Sweet. Do you get? Well, uh, uh, hey, do you get ESPN updates? Me? Yeah. Why? Something Christian happened? Wood just got traded to the fucking Mavericks for a 2022 mm. draft pick. Boban, Trey Burke, and Marquise Chris. Dude, that Whoa. is a that is huge for the that fucking Mavs, bro. Oh yeah. Cause that's what he needs is some help. Fucking it was a big man. Damn, that's wild. Yeah. We'll get into that. Are we all good for Luca? Are we all about yeah. to go turn on game one right now or what? Yeah, we we're are. at inter- everybody at intermission right now. Everybody go. What, hey, what? Uh, real quick though, one. real quick before uh, we'll be probably two games in at this point by the time this comes out. Or no, one game in. It, what are your predictions, real quick? If you guys have made it this far, you'll know what we're betting. Uh, abs in six. Okay, lightning in six. You fucker. I think it's lightning and seven personally, but we'll wow. see. It's going yeah. deep though. I like that. We all agree. It's going. Yeah, it's going deep. No, there, I think it's going deep. Yep. If there's a sweep, I'll be pissed. I'm not going to lie. Cause this is like one of the best matchups I, that we've had in a long, like in a while where I'm like, damn, these are juggernauts. But yep. anyways, let's sign the fuck off boys. This is a good episode. That was a good episode. All right, everybody, uh, we will see you guys next week. Like you said, we'll, we might have some schedule changes, but we'll talk to you about that next week. And, uh, yeah, here's to some more live tour drama and uh, fuck the Cowboys. And to the shippers. Yep, and happy, uh, happy marriage to the shippers. Cheers to you guys. We'll, uh, we'll see you next week. Love you. Yep.